Hey guys, this is Brendan Kelly. Welcome back to What the Funnel. We have an awesome episode for you today because I'm going to be telling you about the most overlooked thing inside of Russell's books. Did you grow up being told that going to college and getting that dream job was the only way to be successful? Well, that was me too. After applying to 100 jobs in New York City and getting no responses, I changed gears and figured out that my dream job was not really having a job at all. I tried a bunch of different ways to make money online, but nothing quite felt right to me. That's when I realized that if I wanted to make it big, I needed to be serving the people I truly cared about, doing the things that got me the most excited. So I went all out helping everyone I could by teaching them everything I knew about sales funnels. But there was a problem. I could use funnel strategy to grow other people's businesses, but how could I use it to grow my own? This podcast is here to give you that answer. Listen and join me on my journey as I reveal the real talk behind the scenes of the world's best internet sales funnels. My name is Brennan Kelly, and welcome to What the Funnel. Okay, guys, so welcome, welcome. Um, Yeah, so I'm gonna reveal to you guys what I think is the biggest and the most overlooked thing that is inside Russell's books right now, okay? Um, So I I was just talking to a friend this morning because you know, it's, it's funny, the people that are listening to the podcast that you don't really realize it. Um, yeah, so I, I'm at the gym last night and basically a friend from high school reaches out to me that I haven't spoken to in probably six years. And he says, hey, man, and he texts me and he's like, how's it going? And I'm like, good. <laughs> how's it going with you? What's going on? You know, and I was confused at like what he needed to say to me um, because it was so out of the blue. And he says, hey, so I've been listening to the podcast and I've, I've listened to a lot of episodes. I think it's really cool and all that. And I'm actually... I'm in e-commerce myself, and I've been dabbling in that and working on a big project for the last seven months or so. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, you know, it was unexpected, but turns out we're somewhat in the same space. So he says to me, I've been meaning to get on a call for a while. Like, uh, can we do that? Can we get on a call? So I sent him over my calendar link, all that, and we ended up talking this morning. So what happened was he has this e-commerce platform um, that he's been building out. It's a software product, and basically it brings together a bunch of data sources of physical products that are selling elsewhere on other e-commerce platforms, and then using some sort of algorithm and AI brings them together so that um, you can make a really good educated decision on what products you should be selling as a drop shipper or a private labeler. Um, so that's my understanding on the product, but it took really long to actually get to that, and that's because he didn't have this piece that everybody else overlooks, right? And what it is, guys, it's the big domino statement, okay? So for those of you who have expert secrets, at least the the version that I have, it's on page 88, and it's the big domino statement. So basically it reads, if I can make people believe that my new opportunity is the key to what they desire most, and it's only attainable through my specific vehicle, then everything else becomes irrelevant and they have to give me money, right? So yeah, at top level, that's cool. People look at it, they read it, and they say, yeah, wow, Russell, um, you know, it makes sense, right? And then they go over it. No. What you have to do is really think about this and fill it out and then use it too, right? Like you should have this, you should have this behind your desk on the wall so that you could stare at it and refer back to it at all times. So we we started going through when I was talking to my buddy and we said, all right, I I said, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to help you out for a little bit. Let's figure out this statement. I told him about it, kind of the context behind it. And then I said, all right, so, you know, 
what do your dream customers desire most? And he's like, uh, well, you know, they, they want to find their products. They want to have good customer service and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, no, but what do they want? What is the result that they are looking to get, right? And I'm like, so I said, is this for new e-commerce sellers or, you know, people that are more seasoned? And he says, oh, well, both. I'm like, all right, well, it can't necessarily really be both. It can, but right now we have to create a message for one of them, right? So uh, we decided to go with newer e-commerce sellers. So something that I like to do, guys, uh, is modify the, the big domino script a little bit. And it says, if I can make people believe, that's the first line. I like to say, if I can make my dream customer believe. And you could substitute your dream customer for whatever it is. So for him, we said, if I can make new e-commerce sellers believe that my new opportunity, which is going to be a piece of his software, an aspect of it, right? That's your blue ocean. Um, what they, is the key to what they desire most. We said, all right, well, what do new e-commerce sellers really desire most? Well, they want to be able to find a profitable product quickly, easily, and be confident that it's going to work. So then we had, if I can make uh, new e-commerce sellers believe that my new opportunity is the key to finding a profitable product quickly and easily, and it's only attainable through my site, then everything else becomes relevant and they have to give me money, right? My new opportunity, well, I said, all right, so what's different about the software, right? What, what's the unique selling proposition? What's proprietary about this? And I was asking him how it worked because he couldn't really answer the question exactly how I need it. So I said, all right, well, what does the product do? How does the software work? And he says, well, essentially, we, we take information from all these other um, e-commerce platforms and we bring it all together to bring trends together and data that's going to come out with a product uh, that is safe and you know, likely to sell. So I said, all right, that's cool. Boom. So that is your unique opportunity. That's your new opportunity. And it's not that, you know, it's it's not that you had this platform that's unlike anybody else where, you know, because there's other like niche hunters, product finders out there, all that stuff. But your unique opportunity is that it pulls data from all of these other sources, right? So before we can even start talking, this is where it gets important, guys. Listen to this. Before we can even start talking about the product to our prospect, we have to make sure that they believe that data collection from a bunch of sources is the key. And the, probably the best way to do that is through an Epiphany Bridge script that goes something like this, right? So uh, this is out of the context of the big domino. We're going to an Epiphany Bridge script, all right? Page 114, Expert Secrets, if you don't know it. So it would probably sound something like this. So I was trying to figure out a product that I could sell when I was first getting started for a really, really long time. And you know, I, I searched all these different sites and I went to forums and I was watching a ton of YouTube videos on how to find the best product. And people were saying, oh, you gotta go and use this source. So I went over and I used that source. And it I eventually ended up picking a product and it really just didn't work. I tried to launch it, I got zero sales, I blew a bunch of money and it totally sucked. But then what happened was I, I talked to my buddy was also doing e-com and he said no what you got to do is not pull data from one source but when i found my product i went to ebay and i went to amazon and i went to all these other different platforms that sell physical products and they all were pointing toward this one product so that's what i chose and it actually worked so what that's going to do is that's going to make them realize hey you know what maybe i need to go and search more platforms and more, you know, find data from multiple sources in order to find the best product. So then after that, once you tell them that story and they believe that pulling data from multiple sources is the key to getting a profitable product, 
we just fulfilled the big domino statement, right? If I can make people believe that gathering data from multiple sources is the key to picking a profitable product and it's only attainable through my specific vehicle, which now is the product that we can pitch because we have permission and we, and we told them and they now believe that gathering data from multiple sources is the key to picking a profitable product. Now we can go and start telling them about all the features and the benefits of the actual product that we're pitching, right? Because it doesn't mean anything to them before they truly believe that. So that's why the big domino is so powerful. So if you guys are trying to talk all about your product before you make them believe the big domino statement, whatever your new opportunity is, it's not going to work, right? That's why the first story that you tell inside the perfect webinar is the origin story because it's literally built straight out of the big domino statement. And basically it's supposed to make that big domino fall, right? So um, as I was trying to explain it to him, uh, I, I said I was looking around the room and I saw my guitar in the corner. I'm like, all right, let me think of an example. So I looked around, found the guitar and I'm like, well, let's say we're selling guitar stuff, right? So like an online guitar course that teaches uh, kids how to play guitar. So let's say we're targeting teenagers. Teenagers are our dream customer, right? So if I can make teenagers believe what? So that's the thing. We go over and we say, hey, so what do teenagers desire most? And I said, well, let's use an example here. Let's say we're teaching teenagers how to pick up girls, right? And we say, if picking up girls is what they desire most, and we say, if I can make people believe that learning guitar is the key to picking up girls and it's only attainable through my specific course, my specific uh, guitar lesson course, then everything else becomes irrelevant and they have to give me money, right? So if they truly believe that learning guitar is the key to picking up girls, then they will go and buy that course. And at that point, then you can start talking about your product, right? So if they truly believe that and that's what you say, now you can go and say, hey, well, our product is designed to help you pick up girls with guitar, right? So we have um, we had the, the hottest songs that people play that instantly make you know girls attract to you, right? We have um, the easiest songs that you can play in 30 minutes, or we have the, the solos that are the most impressive to the ladies, right? So things like that. But only after we make them believe that guitar is the key to picking up girls, that's when we can start talking about product features, okay? So I hope you guys caught that. You cannot start pitching your product or talking about your product until they believe your big domino statement, okay? So remember guys, build out the big domino. If you haven't done this and you haven't actually used it, go back because this is what everything else is based on. This is what your sales messages come out of, right? So at that point, sticking with the guitar, if I can make people believe that learning guitar is the key to picking up girls and it's only attainable through uh, my guitar course, whatever that is, then all we have to do is keep sending messages about how guitar is the key to picking up girls. All of our social proof is going to be, hey, check out this guy. He's picking up girls because he's playing guitar. Then all of our, like all of our testimonials, all of our case studies, everything, all of our content, right? So why guitar is the, the best uh, way to pick up girls. How, you know, and, and you keep making headlines all around that. But the point is you have to drive home that big domino statement. All you have to do is get them believe that new opportunity and then you're all set. And once they do, then it's very, very easy to sell the product and do everything else. So that's it, guys. That's the big domino statement. I honestly think that is so overlooked and nobody really uses it to its full potential. So figure out your big domino. If you can't figure it out, just contact me, email me, message me, whatever it is. Um, but you should have that behind your computer, on the wall at all times, because that's going to drive all of your sales messages. And that's what's going to get people to buy your product. So that's it. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Let me know if it was valuable. And I hope you have an awesome night. Bye.
Hey, thanks for listening. Do you want some serious training to help you get more money out of your funnels? Recently, 100 people joined me in a live three-day masterclass showing you how to develop your avatar, then create the perfect hooks, sales messages, and offers that will have them begging for your products. Do you want those recordings for free? Head over to FunnelAvatar.com to get instant access today, and then we'll catch you on the next episode.